Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello everyone and welcome back to Spirit School. This is your October Spirit Messages. But first I want to check in with you guys hand to heart. How are you feeling after September? How have you guys coped? I'm just curious because I know in August when I was tuning into the energy of September it was very chaotic. (laughs) That was definitely my experience. It's hard to believe I'm recording this on September 29th. It's hard to believe September is almost over. Though I don't remember everything that I said for the September messages. I never listened back to my podcast episodes. I do remember being a little bit unsure if it was something I wanted to post. Um, But after conversing with my assistant, Danielle, she felt that the messages, although they may not have been the most optimistic or most hopeful, that they were important messages and techniques on coping with the uncertainties of life right now that the audience really needed to hear. And I was definitely validated with that in you guys sharing with me your experiences and just the different things that, you know, Spirit was saying through me that resonated with you and you felt maybe a little bit better prepared for the month we just had so just hand on heart how you feeling how you doing celebrating that you did it we are heading into October another incredible month and so these are the inspirations that have come through for October and they've been very clear and just so you know too the way that this works is that there's always themes that come up and I feel like this is very divine but It's like classes I teach and questions in the initiation circle, my community and questions that are being asked of me or coming through me in my one-on-one mentorship sessions. I do find that every couple weeks there's like a cycle that occurs where there's just very common themes that come up and I have to say that one of the themes that has been really apparent uh, for the past couple weeks has been around our ancestors and ancestral healing and this has been a really powerful thing for me to reflect on because it's not something I've considered all that much and I say that a little bit hypocritically because I'm sitting here in an orange shirt. Um, It is now Orange Shirt Day in Canada, which is a way to recognize the truth and reconciliation of residential schools and the assimilation process that Canada put on the Indigenous citizens of this land. And of course, I have a lot of ancestral healing on both my Scottish and First Nations side when it comes to, um, you know, just kind of being set up in a way in life that there are cellular wounds and there are you know triggering experiences that come up for me in conversations based off of the history of my family of course my grandmother was a residential school survivor and so the orange shirt day is something that I uh, honor every single year and I am incredibly honored to represent um, this deep work that we're doing as the generations of healing of course there's a teaching within our culture that there is seven generations to heal and I am the third generation in my family to heal from this kind of darker history from Canada I also can't help because I'm a Virgo and I'm in my head a lot 
I did have to kind of question, like I think of ancestral times as being December in the Northern Hemisphere, like closer to the winter solstice. But I think that there's energies at play that I don't quite understand, which I feel very much maybe the shamanic world or people who are really into kind of like witchy stuff would be a little bit more aware of, of why October would be such a powerful time for this um, ancestral kind of healing conversation to come up and some of the deep work that spirit I feel is going to be um, bringing through me for you guys to do this month to kind of honor those natural rhythms if you do again these spirit messages are not meant to be relatable to every single person on the planet I have seen that the right people at the right time will listen to this and it will resonate at that time I have people who say I haven't listened to you in a couple months and then I listened to this and it all made sense. It's stuff like that that kind of happens. So I know Halloween is a time of course at the end of the month that you know we talk about the ancestral lineages and you know the thinning of the veil if this is kind of your belief system. So maybe it is an optimal time to start having this conversation and I'm just trusting the world of spirits inspirations that this is what we need to kind of focus on this month as well as emotions that's going to come up afterwards that's the second theme that I have seen come up and I'm really excited to talk about that as well so all of us no matter where we are from have gone through stuff right of course I highlighted our indigenous healing that we need to do um, from our ancestors and the 300 and something years of oppression from colonization but it doesn't matter what country you come from we all have similar stories we've all experienced similar things and we all have um, you know in our cellular makeup and in our cosmic makeup and in our DNA different wounds that we carry that may not be ours to carry so for me, I, I never understood why shame would be such a trigger for me. I've never had anyone really shame me. I can go back my entire life. And my parents, they were amazing in the sense where they anything was possible and nothing was impossible. Um, so I didn't ever receive shame from them. I remember a comment in grade six, um, my grade six teacher who had my brother two years before told me I was going to be no good and a drug dealer. Um, I remember that and my parents had to get involved with that. But other than that, I don't have a lot of strong memories around this energy of shame and why it would come up for me in such a strong and powerful way. And I avoid shame. And when shame enters my body, it's a cellular experience and a nervous system experience that is not very kind. And then as I reflected back, like maybe this isn't mine to carry. Maybe this is something that comes from the generations before me. And I look at how Canada weaponized the emotion of shame in our Indigenous people through not allowing um, ceremonies or language or long hair or regalia we were taught our ancestors were taught to be ashamed of these natural ways of being for us and so I can recognize now through that reflection that shame is something that has been used as a weapon for my ancestors so it does make sense that it would reside within my physical experience being part of that lineage and so what I have to do because my goal in this life is to be an incredible kokum and an amazing ancestor to the ones that come after me my daughter my son's children and their children and their children one of the ways that I guide my experience in this life is with the intention of being an ancestor who would be known as the one who made the pivot 
the one who dedicated to healing and the one who created the new cellular structure within ourselves and let that ripple effect move through the lines that are yet to come. I'm very conscious of that. It was actually a meme. You guys know I love my memes. You know I love my memes. If you follow me on Instagram, I do spiritual meme roundup Mondays. I feel like that's going to be my legacy. I get more, I got stopped more out in town about my memes than anything else, including this podcast. And it was a meme I saw quite a few years ago and it basically said, we're all just walking around trying to be amazing ancestors. And I absolutely loved that. And ever since I saw that quite a few years ago, that has been a real guiding value in everything that I create, everything that I do the way that I show up for my clients, the way I show up for my children, the way I show up in my marriage and um, even in my family structure, it is to be that powerful matriarch that is one who has transcended the, the cellular construct of the pain and agony and oppression and, and, you know, shame, weaponized shame that came before me. And that's a very conscious decision And when I started contemplating this concept around spiritual healing, because it came up in my community where somebody asked, I was told that I need to focus on ancestral healing. How do you do that? And I have learned through doing my own spirit work that I still love getting readings and different types of sessions. But in the end, the healing is always inside. It's always an inside job. And though different type of healing sessions and different type of readings may give us a little bit of like a quick hit, usually those wounds tend to creep back up. And until we can learn to guide through these experiences ourselves and lead ourselves from the inside out, we don't actually fix anything and we don't create long lasting personal power in that way. So usually we will, you know, go to external sources for the healing that we know that we're worthy of healing inside. But it's not actually until we do that deep inner work and we can guide ourselves time and time again, do we actually transform and transcend and heal that of which we're meant to heal. So when I hear something spiritual or if I want to enter spiritual contemplation, for me, spiritual contemplation is a very sacred act. It's actually how I do my self-care. I love spending time alone and pondering different spiritual philosophies. And I didn't have the answer for my client because I'm like, wow, Yeah, I've never um, gotten too deep into that. Of course, I recognize sometimes that the fears that I have or the barriers to really living my most expansive life or believing I'm fully worthy of everything I have here today is not always mine to carry. It's a way of being conditioned either by society or parents or even those ancestral wounds. I understand that. But when I throw the thought out to spirit and say, yes, how do we ancestrally heal? One of the things I felt very inspired about in this past two weeks thinking about this was sometimes we feel and we overcomplicate what healing actually looks of looks like and what is required of us to do this deep healing work. And one of the inspirations Spirit gave me is you're actually healing by living the life that you have. You are healing by knowing that at any corner with any decision, every time you walk through fear and do things that you are hesitant to do and you know that shame may be on the other side and you do it anyways, you are healing and your ancestors are healing who have gone home before you. Because believe it or not, I do think I was one of my ancestors too, right? If we do believe in soul groups and stuff like that. And that was a very powerful realization for me. Wow. Wow. So every decision that I make here, 
every courageous and brave decision that I make here has the opportunity to heal the pains that came before and the generations before and helped transcend it so that the generations to come have their own stuff to deal with and they don't have to deal with mine or my ancestors. And that's a really powerful thought. And the more I think about it, the more that I can evidentially pull experiences from my past that validate that. So think about it. I have a podcast, right? And that's a scary thing to have. You're putting your thoughts, your heart, your inspirations, your ideas, your philosophies, your teachings out there in the world for tens of thousands of people a month now listening to. Not everyone's going to agree with me. I've, I just had my first negative review left on the podcast saying I was annoying, right? A few years ago, that would have really hurt. I probably would have stopped recording podcast episodes because I hadn't found my personal power by that time. But it came at a time when I was able to hold it and move through it with swiftness and quickness. So there's been some really deep healing just in these past few years through having this podcast. But if I had known in December of 2018, when I published these episodes, that somebody may leave a public review saying I'm annoying, I probably wouldn't have posted those episodes. And I would have perpetuated that story within my blood that being shamed or being disliked or not being good enough That's a wound that I carry with me because of the ones who've come before me. And instead, I did it and it did come up because if we put ourselves out in the world, we're never going to evade criticism and we're never going to evade um, not being liked by everybody. That's just not possible in this world. But you do it anyways. And it's the doing it anyways that offers the healing, that transforms the cells, that transforms the neural pathways, that creates new habits, that creates new ways of being. And that is deep healing. And so I reflect back to a lot of the readings that I've received. And my grandmother always comes through on my indigenous side. And I have a whole other side of the family, but I'm just going to focus on this because it's kind of easier. It's relevant of the day. Um, and there's a lot of context that you guys likely have to why we would have this within our family blood through the residential school system. But I think about the readings and the messages have always been the same from her. How she's so proud of where I am today and how she wishes she had the courage in her life to kind of speak about the things I speak about and do the things that I do. Now, she did have some severe disabilities that would have probably kept her from living the life that I have, but she did do some healing too, you know. She was teaching my dad how to be clairvoyant. She was very psychically aware and psychically open, um, and she just kept it within her family. And I do know that my cosmic makeup, my astrology chart, and the mission that Spirit has put me on puts me in front of larger groups of people. And this is not where I wanted to be, guys, okay? Like when Spirit first showed me that I would be on a stage speaking in front of people, which hasn't happened yet, I literally told them, you have the wrong girl. You have the wrong girl. I black out in front of people of eight, like groups of eight. I even taught a class on Saturday. I was so scared about the class all day because my stage fright was coming up in such severe ways that I was I was sick I my husband couldn't even go to volleyball I was like I'm sorry I need you here because I can't really parent I can't really function I can't think straight I'm really nervous for my class and I teach about 10 classes a month so there's no logical reason why I should be that scared literally there isn't and so I can recognize that this fear that comes up is not actually mine And it's part of my DNA and it's part of whatever happened to my ancestors in the past. 
So therefore, by showing up and doing it anyways, because it helps people, it helps me, I get to feel that healing as I'm moving through a lot of these fears and resistances. And I know that my ancestors are watching. And I know that they receive so much and I can't even comprehend what that is or what that looks like or how much but I know that they are receiving healing by me showing up and doing this work here and my hope is as the third generation of healing within my own family that maybe my daughter won't have this fear that I have maybe she'll have a different one because none of us are going to escape this life without fears and resistances but maybe hers will get to be different and she won't have to repeat these cycles So all this to say that spirit's messages for you on this for October is when it looks at the things that are holding you back in your life. What if the greatest healing journey is doing it anyways? What if the greatest healing that you can offer your children or your parents at home or your grandparents at home is to do it anyways? What if instead of doing years of healing through healers in modalities that we can't quite understand or comprehend or even resonate with what if the way that we chose to live our life was that very thing we needed to do to change it all to create a new path for the ones to come and even ourselves and I do feel that after these couple weeks of contemplating on this topic of ancestral healing that that could very well be a reality And maybe we don't have to overcomplicate what healing looks like. Maybe the way that this life and this world is set up is actually complementary to the work that we need to do. Could it be that simple? I think so. I think so. The more even I develop in mediumship and I see how I've overcomplicated it over the years and how I'm dedicated to, I'm kind of unpacking it in a more simple way, a more natural way for the ones to come after me, for the students that I have. Of course, I have a history of overcomplicating things. <laughs> so why would it be any different for the healing journey and the healing path? So this is one part of the message that I have from the world of spirit. The other message that I really wanted to give around the theme for October is going to be around emotions. I feel very much, and I don't think this has anything to do with astrology. um, I feel very much that this is kind of coming off of a month where we maybe had to bite our tongue. We maybe had to um, hold some things within. It's a very hostile environment at this very time in the world. I think we can all see that. I can see people snapping. They're losing patience. Um, They're losing, you know, (laughs) people are just like losing common sense. People are losing compassion towards one another. Empathy is like out the window. And I'm talking about um, empathy rather than being an empath. Those are two separate things for me personally, experientially. It's like we're losing the ability to put ourselves in other people's shoes on all sides and it's a very hostile time and so for people who may have grown up with hostile environments this could be a very triggering time for people and one of the things that spirit has brought to my awareness through a lot of my sessions and classes that I've had in this past month and this has actually come through a lot from the angels is that we have been conditioned from very young ages to withhold our emotions within 
And this is usually because of the way that we were raised and not just by our parents, but by teachers, by, you know, structures in society, like the school system. Um, There's a lot of different reasons why we tend to hold everything inside and this is not again for everybody everybody's experience is very different on this but one of the things spirit had me reflect on when we look at the chaos of like the past month is like this is actually a result of outbursts because we haven't been communicating properly we haven't been expressing ourselves like this is all throat chakra work and that's interesting to me as I look back at the work I did in the initiation circle this past month a lot of it has been around the throat chakra and kind of like loosening up and healing that area of ourself so that we can express ourselves so that we don't have to hold on to so much anymore it's like we're all walking around a little bit wounded in this area and like we're bleeding on other people literally because sometimes this pain that follows us when it comes to our emotional experience in this life is so deep and so ingrained that we actually don't even realize it so listen to me as I speak these teachings and these philosophies and see if anything resonates with you and if this is your experience and if you could be aware of it now but we know that if we experience something and we're told to be quiet about it or hold it within this can actually create a lot of discomfort and disease within our body you know like a lot of people who are in marriages where they cannot speak up and they do not voice their concerns and they do not advocate for themselves they experience a lot of colds a lot of sore throats um they might experience like boils even in that area and so we can kind of translate how some of the ailments and and discomfort and disease that we experience in this life is usually because of trapped emotions I found through doing readings for so many years, like eight years now of doing readings, that anytime spirit takes me to pain and discomfort down in the ovary area, that I have to talk about the relationship with mother and how that um, discomfort and disease in the body could very well be related to the relationship, whether it was chaotic or lacked safety, because it's also in the root chakra area, um, with mother or mother in their life. And more often than not, that is the case. And it's quite fascinating. And Louise Hay, if you read her book, You Can Heal Your Life, she has a whole glossary in the back of her book on her kind of, you know, (laughs) her experience with different organs and body types. And she even talks about acne and rosacea and different physical ailments that we have and how they could be related to different areas of our life like she talks about like the feet if you have feet problems like arch problems like bunions um, mobility issues with the feet it's not being able to move forward in life so I hope you can kind of understand where I'm getting at here I don't know if I'm expressing it exactly how I intended to express it but I'm trying to express it in the way that I can And one thing the angels were bringing to my awareness around this, like, why are we working with emotions this month? Why are we working with emotions? And the message has come through very clearly saying we are safe to feel now. We are safe to express our feelings. Again, this actually intelligently ties into ancestral healing. It hasn't always been safe for women to fully express themselves. That is a reality. And so still today we have women who come in without any 
conscious experiences with oppression but we feel oppressed why do we feel oppressed why can't I share this why why can't I speak up to the person I chose to be in a committed relationship for the rest of my life with it's because of the ancestral wounds of not being able to speak up for yourself and so spirit is really coming with this really strong message for the month of October that you are safe to express you are safe to let the emotions out that you've been holding on to for so long and creating so much discomfort in your life. You are safe to express. And the more that you can kind of tap into whatever emotions are kind of underlying and usually they may come up in some of the fears that come up in your life like why don't I want to do this? Why don't I want to re- why do I resist this? You might be able to come up with the underlying emotions that need healing or releasing within your physical experience through the voice or writing or sharing even therapy whatever modality resonates with you the real message here from the world of spirit is you are safe to express those days are gone and you can safely express your desires your needs your experiences I I experienced so many women especially in my community I mean like they're so grateful for the community of the initiation circle because they get to talk about spiritual things and there's this like fear of judgment and there's this fear of being criticized or looking a fool in the outer world by wanting to talk about the different spiritual experiences that they're having that was a realistic worry just 150 years ago but we're safe now and so I think that this is a really powerful message for us to, to take on and to understand and realize. And we can see out there in the world, and we're also coming into Mercury retrograde, which is also really smart because this is also around communication, right? Mercury, rec- Mercury um, rules our communication styles here. So it's a really good month for assessing when you're holding back. Why am I holding back? What's underlying on why I don't feel safe to speak up right now. And is that actually real? Is that a reality of my experience that I'm having here? Because the one thing that the angels were bringing to me this morning, and usually I'm channeling through inspirers or even my guides, but I just feel angels so much around with this, um, is because if we really want this world to be a better place and continue to be livable for our experiences, we need to model what living with healthy emotions and expressing emotions in a healthy shameless way for our children to be able to express themselves and I do feel like they're better at it than we are but they get to a certain age where they tend to model our experiences and we are their biggest influences so one of the things I tell some clients who reach out to me and say I need you to work with my kid because all this is going on I said look the best thing you can do for your child is to develop yourself Because you're going to have a bigger influence on their experiences in this life than me. And so one of the things that's really important around this assessment of our emotions and how they're playing and maybe some discomfort and disease and, you know, maybe we're holding on weight and we can't lose it for some reason. Those are all, all emotionally tied. They're emotionally tied in ways that we might not even be able to comprehend. But it's really the next generations. It's that being that ancestor that the generations to come look back to and say, because of her, things changed. And this is our time. This is literally the time. This is the freest time we have ever lived in. To to speak up, to be safe, to be powerful women, to 
you know, be leaders in this world. And you're leaders of your family. You are the giver of life. You're the matriarch. And so it's time we start acting like it. And I feel like October is going to be a really empowering month. But you have to understand that empowerment comes after a time of disempowerment. Much like we can't have light without dark and dark without light. We can't have joy without sorrow and sorrow without joy. We can't have love without grief. Right? There's always these um, dichotomies and these opposites at play. And so as you move through the month of October, just open up your awareness to the wounds that you may be carrying that are not yours to carry anymore. And maybe if you move through them by living a life that is courageous and a life that says, I'm doing it anyways, that you're actually doing more healing on a different dimension, if you will, for the past and the future, then you can even comprehend. And there's magic in that. Because I do believe that when we go home and we look at what we've accomplished here in this life, we're going to be a lot prouder of the decisions that we made and the relationships that we had and the communication that we've had than we can give ourselves credit for as well. So this is kind of what I feel inspired to talk about when it comes to the month of October. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I feel like this is also very interesting because... I really wanted to do for the angel hour this month Archangel Raphael and I wanted to do Raphael for last month too and it was Gabriel uh not last month in June I did it and it was Archangel Gabriel who helped us again with like the communication and that throat chakra healing but all summer Haniel kept coming up Archangel Haniel time and time again even through all my clients it's like I only do angel healing work with my one-on-one mentorship clients um and every single time it was Haniel that's coming up Haniel that's coming up and so when people started asking me for the angel hour again I was like okay we're gonna do Archangel Haniel and actually put it out to a vote I said look I really want to do Raphael because I know so much about his energy and we can do some incredible things with his vibration and I put it out and it was like 80% of people on my Instagram wanted Haniel. And guess what Haniel is? Haniel is the angel and the archangel who is the healer of our emotions. And so when we go into the angel hour on Monday, October 4th, we're going to be doing some healing around our emotions and our emotional experience and the emotions of our ancestors and clear things up so that we can steam forward in a more beautiful way for the lineage to come, for the ones to come. So it's actually going to be Archangel Haniel on the 4th. And so the link if you want to register is just $44. It's going to be uh, 45 minutes of me teaching about Haniel, teaching her philosophies and doing a bit of a healing. Um, of course, the healing work that I do is always through angel energy. It's the only healing I know how to do. And it's the one that the angels have brought through for me. And I'm also inviting two of my mentorship students um, who I taught angel studies to and who are out there doing professional work, um, angel readings. They're going to come on and join us and they're going to be providing half an hour of angel readings for the participants who are coming so that's going to be exciting and new as well so link to register and also just to tell you how this works for me because again I want you to see the beauty in your own life of how spirit is communicating and teaching you is I could look at when I throw the thought to spirit 
this morning and I say, okay, what are we going to do for the October messages? Uh, what inspirations do you guys have for me? And they brought up ancestral healing and honoring our emotions. And then as I'm talking, I'm reflecting back to all the sessions and classes and questions that I've had in my community and in my clients in the past month. And I feel very much that they were preparing me for this moment and preparing me for the angel hour. And then we move on to the next thing. And so we are constantly being inspired and taught from the world of spirit. And we just have to be very open to how they are teaching us. And it's usually through our interactions. So through October, be very conscious of your interactions, especially because we are in a Mercury retrograde. So we may experience a lot of what we don't want. But sometimes you don't know what you do want until you see what you don't want. So see beauty in that. See beauty in the retrograde. See beauty um, in identifying with clarity the things that you don't want in your life anymore, including thoughts, um, withholding emotions. Um, and just know that above all else, the angels really came through for the month of October to say you are safe. And now is the time. So I wish you guys the absolute best for October. I'll definitely come on with an episode or two without a doubt. And I will see you on the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Spirit School. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you for tagging me on Instagram at Squamish Medium so I can also share. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. If you're interested in working with me in my one-on-one mentorship, a reading, or all the various programs that I run, you can go to SquamishMedium.com or check me out on Instagram at Squamish medium the link in the bio has everything i am currently working on in service to the world of spirit have a great day guys